From Labradoodles to Cronuts, the world loves a hybrid. So today, businesses are taking a smarter hybrid cloud approach using the tools, platform, and expertise of IBM. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. so into this it's ridiculous i've gone down the rabbit hole of art new wave roxy music this is probably one of the best albums i've heard i can't believe i never discovered this it was like a, a rock that i always saw but never lifted Overturned, it up yeah the album is siren the song is end of the line and it's the second song on that album the whole album is incredible and I'm just in a Roxy music you'll hear it as we sort of dispense it throughout this episode this is View from the Cheap Seats we're the Sklar Brothers we talk about sports and we have a great guest today on the show Ron Funchess he knows the sports esports he's an NFL wrestling huge wrestling fan went to like wrestling camp yes saw his Instagram it's saw his Instagram. amazing anyway we're gonna get into all that all that talk with him and uh, he's just a wonderful, fun guy who we love so much and, and a great comedian and just someone who gets it. So we're going to talk sports with him. Talk Super Bowl with him. We'll talk uh, a crazy golf story with him. Talk about Lindsay Lohan's cousin getting mixing it up. At a Jack Dom- at a Domino's pizza. So all that good stuff coming up on the show. But uh, first, top of the show. Top big- of the show. This is the story of the week for this week for us. And obviously, you know where we're going to fall down on, on. If you're a normal human being, I you will fall on the there's side. No of way to fall, there's no way to fall any other way. Uh, and I think the entire world is against him. However, I don't think the sentencing went far enough. And I love the judge. And we're, of course, talking about the Larry Nasser trial. You know, a doctor for the USA Gymnastics and Michigan State for years, <clears throat> basically molesting little girls. And I have a daughter who's 10 years old in gymnastics right now. And so this, so this is very close extraordinarily to close to home. Uh, just in terms of I see these girls, and I'm literally looking at these girls going, yep, if you would have gone to this guy, your innocence, your childhood, everything that I know about you kids and love about you kids would gone, ruined, taken. Not just him, the parents, the family, the trust, the bond. And we heard from the victims, the victims very bravely, and they're survivors, not, they're not victims, because they now have a collective voice that's going to put this guy where he belongs. He's behind bars for 175 years, and that's a great sentence, and I really appreciated the way the judge handed it down. She's like, I'm signing your death warrant, which brilliantly said and brilliantly put this guy, yes, he's a father of kids, and I feel bad for his kids, but this guy deserves he deserve, He's getting what he deserves. He will never see the light of day again. And he should be forced to listen to their testimonies in of the victims over in, and over. in perpetuity over and over Until and over Until he wants again. to kill himself and then he can't. That's it. Uh, so that's <laughs> that. But I, the other aspect of this are is- Are the people who protected him. Are the people who protected him. Because this, to me, feels very Paterno-esque, Penn State, Sandusky-esque when-, when Large institutions are trying to protect their institution because there's great money involved and there is their reputations and fear of backlash and all that stuff. When you start to go out on a limb and protect the person or or take his side without fully investigating the charges that come forward and the culture has changed in the last 
couple of months. Couple of months, the culture has changed. We hope forever. We hope for good. But when you take that person's side, you are complicit, and then therefore, I think those people, and I'm specifically talking about the president of Michigan, Michigan State, State University, who is stepping down today as we record this, tomorrow, Friday, you know, when this drops, she'll be gone. Okay, Simon, she's out. But she needs to go to jail. She needs to serve jail time. I think everybody who protected this guy, if you heard of an allegation, which there were first multiple of all, allegations in 1997 <clears throat> about this dude, but in 2014, okay, there are people who were affected by this guy within the last three year, years, last couple of years. years. Yeah, that's three years ago, 2014. You could have stopped it. Fifty girls. You could have saved so many people, but you turned your head when you could have done the right thing, and therefore you should be serving jail time. Send a message to anybody in the future, whoever is like, you know what, we got to protect this university. No, you as a university need this. To me, is like on a much smaller level. Okay, I'm going to give just the tiny example of making the right decision in the right way, and how that actually will grow your university and grow your institution. This is not in comparison at all, but is a tiny, tiny, tiny example of when we were doing stand up in Louisville. I don't know if we even talked about this on the show. There was a group of 20 people, big group that came in to see our show and they talked the entire show. They disrespected it. They disrespected the whole process and everything and they weren't thrown out. They, they the club didn't want to throw them out because, because they didn't want to throw out a 20 person group. And then afterwards, they came up to us and wanted to take pictures with us and we're like, fuck that. No. Get out of here. And they were mad, and we got mad, and, and we had security take them out and remove them. Now, if the club would have stood up and say to these people, you can't do that in this club. Get out. We don't care that there are 20 of you. We don't care that we lost this business right here. You aren't the type of people we want. It, we are going to make this decision, which may hurt us in the short run, but it sends a message to everybody else who was there to see the show. It sends a message to everybody else who believed in the institution that would do the right thing. You that place, by the way, is closed now. Yeah, that place is closed. So congratulations. That's the point. That, like, if you are complicit, all the people who were complicit, everyone who said, I don't know if I believe, you know, there's not enough information. If you ever hear anything, you investigate to the fullest extent and you try and stop it. Because if you could save one person, one girl, someone from the trauma, stop the bleeding early, then then not only do you come out on the other side feeling good about yourself and feeling like you did do something, you also protected I'm new people. I'm saying USA Gymnastics, you need to go down to those people. I'm talking like anybody who knew anything. And there is a way to trace it. Yeah. If, if professional complaints were lodged, there is a way to go back and track it. I think those people need to serve jail time. Do they need to spend the rest of their lives in jail? No. No. But 10 years? Five years? Three years in jail. So the the thing, you know, that there are real consequences to your covering up and standing by complicit. That's it. That's all we say. It's not like we're taking uh, a controversial stand here. It's not like we're saying something. But we are taking a stand, stand that we feel like those because didn't the people at Penn State go? To yeah, prison? yeah. Spanning went to went to jail. People went to jail, uh, and and they need to, and that sends a message. And hey, you know what? Penn State is back in football. No one thought they could come back. No one thought that the school could do it. They came back. They came back to fight another day. The thing that you feared that was going to fall apart eventually grew back. You got to 
clean house. You got to send a message to people so that the next time someone knows something about something, they're deterred. Sun, sun, sun down on me atop this hill so I can see. When we come back after this break, Ron Funches on View from the Cheat Seats. This is Tune Yards, ABC. It's as simple as ABC 123. Just follow what we're saying. We'll be back with more View from the Cheat Seats right up here. California's burning down. Sitting in the middle of the sixth extinction. Silently suggesting the investment in a generator. Hey, everybody, it's Elaine Welteroth, and I'm hosting a new podcast called Built to Last by American Express, where we will dive deep into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Our debut season will focus on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. In each episode, we feature the story of a Black business trailblazer that has inspired a modern Black-owned business. First up is Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, Saleti Vegan. We'll also chat with Hanifa Muemba, the cutting edge designer behind the Hanifa 3D digital fashion show. Plus, we'll check in with Issa Rae, our modern day renaissance woman. We hope that it encourages all of our listeners to support these businesses as well as the black owned businesses in your own communities. Tune in for these amazing stories and others on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash Dell EMC. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Our guest is an old buddy of ours who we met in Portland a while ago. And uh, we said, get down to L.A. and you're going to do great. And uh, he did that. And it's so great to see all of your success. And it's wonderful to have you on the show. Ron Funches joins us. Yay. Yay. It was so fun to do that show at the brewery with you in, in, um, in Denver. Denver. Yeah. As part of that little, I don't even know, it, was it a festival? It was like a little thing. You were doing, I mean, this was great. You were doing uh, downtown comedy mm-hmm. works. We were doing in the uh, suburbs. It was a beer fest. Was a beer fest. Beer yeah. Fest. So I remember because it, it was terrifying. Well, it was loud. It was and- very loud. People were very drunk, and it had pretzels on their neck. <laughs> and there was also a zombie crawl going around. Zombie crawl, too. But yeah. you went up there amidst what was a loud in- environment in this brewery, that, and you just slayed them. Focused them up. You focused them up. You slayed them. And it was so fun to be on a show with you again and do that. No, thank you so much. It's always fun to be on shows with you guys and just be around you because you're fun, good spirits. Uh, yeah, good spirits. Great spirits. We got to do at midnight together with our moms. Yeah. Your, your mom was amazing. and like Your Jason. mom was great, Randy. Oh, yeah. My mom was good. <laughs> my mom was really good. My mom was insane. <laughs> my, mom, uh, my mom didn't show up. But no. uh, we first, uh, just as we were sitting out uh, before we got into the studio here with you, we were talking about, because you had done a podcast here about video games, mm-hmm. 
I am. Are you amazed, or did you know this all along that like esports would be as huge? They're building an esports stadium here. I mean, it makes sense in regards that it does take a a a lot of skill for a lot of these games, Mm -hmm. and and that and that if you hang around my son at all, it's easy to see that because like that's. I think we need to do that a little bit more. Why are we not hanging around your son? But he's he's way into video games the way you were or the way you are. But he's also into it in a different way that he is into watching people play games. Jay, your son did that. For a long time, I mean, there's like, the, who was the kid, uh, someone has a joke about this, that they were a younger sibling, and so they got really good at watching other people play video games. Uh, but regardless, there is this thing now where you watch other people play, especially people who are great at it, mm-hmm. and it's fun for them to watch, like they're watching athletes. Yeah, absolutely. You feel like you're peering over the shoulder. Like, I just, to me, I was like, why isn't the eSports stadium built in the basement of the Staples Center. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would have been perfect. Guys, you done down there? Dinner. There's dinner at the concession stand. <laughs> but just the idea that you... So the game you're playing now, you were kind of describing to it. What's it called? Overwatch. Overwatch, which is six-on-six... Class-based shooter. Class-based shooter. Mm -hmm. So you need to interact with five other people on your team, which they could be anywhere. Like, from all... They're playing all over the world? Yes. This is. I'm not a huge gamer, so I'm just no, like fascinated by yeah, this it's whole fun. concept. You sound old right now. I ah. mean, I feel old. <laughs> I, the the so problem is, I would have asked this. People on the other end of the machine. <laughs> so wait, how do you commit? No, but I mean, the truth of the matter is, I wouldn't know this when I was 25. Yeah, because we, we didn't like. Yeah, of course. We didn't jump into that jet stream. Yeah, and you stuff. guys are different vibe. Yeah, you yeah. were in sports. You were throwing baseball. We were throwing, throwing shit around, but. Yeah. I do think it is now a major force. Like you will, like when does esports become part of the Olympics? You know what I'm saying? I feel like they could make it. There. Could be part of both winter or summer games. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I definitely would be more interested in at least in, in the winter games if it, if it had video games involved. Because then it's just what video games with cocoa. I'm all about it. <laughs> Drop some little marshmallows in it. Mm-hmm. Well, you think about the X Games. The X Games emerged. And now the X Games has dominated the Winter Olympics. You have X Game events that never existed in the Olympics there. So I believe that the next step is that eSports. eSports in the Olympics would be phenomenal. Yeah. I love it. I'm on board. Nice. And you're also a wrestling fan. Yeah, wrestling in the Olympics. Pro wrestling. Pro wrestling, wrestling in the Olympics would be so <laughs> Nikolai great. Volkov for Russia. <laughs> uh, you're even wearing a Brett the Hitman Hart shirt. Yeah, usually I'm wearing some type of wrestling shirt. That yeah. what is your What was your era of like where you came into it? Uh, can't you know? Um, let's see. When I was like five, so mm-hmm. it was like Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and Ultimate Warrior and Earthquake. So you were WWF. Yeah. Yeah, Chicago. Did you ever kind of, I'm sure you watched the Ric Flair Mm -hmm. 30 30 for 30, 30, which was amazing because to me, what I didn't understand growing up, because we just liked it all, but we were really into like world-class championship wrestling out Mm -hmm. of Atlanta, the Omni in Atlanta, Mean Gene Oakland, who when he was there, and like the Ryans and all those guys, and then regional in St. Louis wrestling at the Chase, we were into like the Von Erichs Mm -hmm. and Harley Race, and I mean that... Crusher Blackwell and Kamala, the Ugandan headhunter, which we always said, how great would it be if he just found jobs for Ugandans? <laughs> he's a headhunter who was like, yeah, I kick ass, but I just placed you at, at a this... dentist's office. <laughs> you can be a dental hygienist if you're from Uganda. But uh, the idea that like 
I I don't know that that there was such a that sort of the Memphis or South Mid South sort of wrestling was all about wrestling, and Ric Flair was all about wrestling. Mm-hmm. And WWF was about reaching five-year-olds. Yeah, being a cartoon, having big characters. So that yeah. was your thing. So Hulk was your guy. Yeah, when I was younger, I mean, I just think it's similar in a lot of ways to stand-up, which is where sometimes you, when you're younger, you gravitate to these big, loud characters. And we were into Dice Clay when we were kids, little kids, and we then were just, we, then we met him, and that changed. And that completely <laughs> changed. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot with meeting wrestlers too. Uh, but then you, when you get a little bit older, you learn more about appreciating the art form of it and the athletics of it, and, and the actual work rate, as they. Call call it yeah. and and the people that you like start to change and and then a lot of uh, what makes it fun for 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 people who love wrestling is, is that just that whole meta game of like since it is predetermined not having the people who you think are the most talented or the most uh are the ones that are reaching the audience the best and then they don't get recognized because the company has already chosen someone else to be I mean that is so much fun in that isn't that like so Again, and then people knock wrestling because they're like, yes, you know the outcome before it's going to happen. But to me, it could be as fun as watching Better Call Saul in that you know where he's going to end up. But how it gets there is interesting. Mm-hmm. The path it takes can yeah, be very people interesting. getting injured, things changing. A guy just got fired because he was accused of raping somebody. Well, you can't Ooh, do that. Crazy. You can't do that. You can't do that, and that changes cannot. the storyline. It does. Now he's fired, and they got need a new champion. But wouldn't you want that guy to be accused of rape and then just have that be public and then just have his ass get beat? Yeah, I like some women. Well, people already hated him, so right. it was it was like a good the people. Who not, was not it? Many people. Who was it? Is this wrestler named Enzo Amore? Mm. He in um, he was like just he he was always say you can't teach that. He always he had catchphrases, a lot of mm. catchphrases. You can't teach that. Can't well. You we, can't. We know. You can we teach know, people yeah. how to not rape people. Yeah, yeah you definitely you teach, teach that. that. You can definitely teach that. And you know it's allegedly. Who knows? You don't know, but you don't know. But he didn't inform his employer of of of, of the, what uh, had happened. Yeah, and so when they found out, they were like, "You gotta go." Uh, I just read that Vince McMahon is going to bring back the XFL in 2020. He is. Can you believe that? I can because he's crazy. He's so, cool. okay. So, give me your take on Vince McMahon as a person. Has it? He roided himself up, and now he's just got you know. <laughs> anger issues? I remember when he was a normal when he fit in regular suits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he kind of. You I, look at him through the years, and you're like, you're a seven. Like Zac Efron. Well, <laughs> you remember when Zac Efron wore normal suits? Yeah, now he's all buzz. He's, he's all, like a little white rock. Yeah, he's a like little, a little, little white rock. rock. He's a pebble, essentially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he's a pebble. <laughs> but the idea that he sort of was like hanging around these guys, hanging around, is like, I need to, almost like Barry Bonds, like, I need to be big too. Wait, mm-hmm. wait a minute, I need to be. Well, I think like with anything um, from, I know very little, I definitely don't know anything personally about him, but mm-hmm. from what I've read and understood is that He's like a boss who's like, I'm not going to do anything or ask you guys to do anything that I wouldn't do. So he's like, yeah. I'm going to roid up. I'm going to roid up. I'm going to get hit in the head with chair shots. Like uh-huh. I'm going to do crazy things, too, because that's what I need you guys to do as well. Right. He holds and, you to the standard by example. Yeah. And I just think he doesn't like to lose. Uh, and he, uh, you know, the le- 
XFL was a big failure for him and I think he's just like looking for a way to rectify that they had that whole 30 for 30 about that and something I read about recently which made sense for me is that you know he's really pro he's like big fans and friends with the current administration and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with like he's like oh they're gonna stand in my league (laughs) (laughs) so they'll make it that yeah they'll make it like nobody's gonna kneel in my league and so So he's going to even just by taking a stance on that, essentially what you're saying is, I'm going to market this league to Southern white people. Pretty much. I think that's the plan. It's, I mean, it's still to go back to, like... Their roots. Like the, uh, It's going to be more violent. It's going to be more this, more we're that. We're going to take all not... the things you don't like about the NFL and give you a league that has... Mm-hmm. It's, ama- it's interesting because that's... Because what I remember about the XFL was, like, you could hit a guy... There's no fair catching the yeah. football. Like, you could hit a guy on the punt And always. you can have whatever on the back of your jersey. Yeah. He hate me. Yeah, that was great. That was he he was me. great. That was a but great... But I think he's really... Uh, you know, I don't feel like people are like, you know what, I need more football. Right. Yeah. I think the idea that you, you still have the cloud and the problem of concussions and yeah. people like when they're 45... And there's just already some between college and, and, and NFL. There's just football all the time. Right. So. I mean, there's so much football on. The numbers are going down a little bit for the NFL because... There's football on Sunday. There's football on Sunday night. There's football on Monday night. There's football on Thursday night. If you watch college football, there's football on Friday night. There's football on Saturday. When, I mean, yes, fine, you can put it in the spring or put it in another time during the year. But the truth is, are people and people are turned off by the violence. If you're mark, if you're basing your league on the violence, I don't know how more people are going to want. Well, the to interesting thing, we had Bob Costas call talk to him over the phone on this <laughs> podcast this past week, and he talked about that interview he had. Remember the interview he had with Vince McMahon mm-hmm. on HBO when mm-hmm. like McMahon's got knocked the his, papers out of his hand. Got up in his face it's and all this. It's a hit stuff. piece. Yeah. yeah, it's a hit piece. And he and and just that moment where Costas didn't back down and leaned in to him and then smiled at him. And he was like, I smiled at him and that just set him off. That got him and I do think, you know, you mentioned the connection with the current administration. I do think there is a level of Like Donald Trump can't let go of the fact that he lost the popular vote. Like everything he does is trying to figure out a way to make that not true. So same with Vince McMahon in that everything he does is tried to make the failure of the XFL not a truthful thing. So if you bring it back and it's a success, just be like, oh, well, they weren't ready for it back then. Yeah. Well, personally, as a wrestling fan, I look forward to it because I hope it means it just, he'll spend less time focusing on wrestling. (laughs) You want him to be spread thinner. Yeah, I want him to be a little bit away because when when he's not around and the things that he's not involved in, like, are I enjoy their tone a little bit more right. well, the, the wrestling. The Roman Reigns scenario and that whole situation of, you know, him being sort of foisted up into mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the top of the thing when I feel like there was a lot of negative feedback to that. Like, why this guy? Why is this guy anointed? In the yeah. wrestling world, that's I imagine that was done by his hand. Yeah, no, that's what people notice and say, and it makes a lot of other 
people who because as much as of a work it is and that is you know predetermined again these people are busting their ass every night mm-hmm. like i've been i was in wrestling school for a couple of weeks and then did I you do re- you did the wrestling school i saw you take it mm-hmm. was that the pictures you posted on instagram mm-hmm. phenomenal yeah it was fun it's doing fun time but then i got real busy and now i don't think i can go anymore so what was your favorite thing it. to do flying drop kick uh i liked running against the ropes that was really fun and and, and then run. the times where i got slam down when they were like uh get up do a, uh do like a you know collar elbow tie up into uh-huh. and then take the person over and then they're gonna get up and then you gotta drop that and pass them by and then you gotta drop down and get back up and tie back up with them and then I, and then they're gonna throw you over their shoulders that's and great. then i'm like whoa and then i did it oh, i was that's like so that's great. crazy i didn't think i could do that so it was, it was really fun i was getting in a lot of shape there's a lot of squats i did like so many squats yeah yeah it was crazy that is and probably a little fantasy campish. Yeah, you. You know really what I mean? fun. That's what I also really learned about it. And when I a couple of days ago, because like uh, I'm working on my own show and stuff, and and it was really like this is like a passion, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I and I'm like, well, it's not fair for me to kind of come in and like kind of half-ass this. But I have a passion. This yep. is my passion. This is the thing that I sacrifice for and that I want to do and that I would do anything for. Stand up acting, yeah, all this stuff. So I'm not gonna like <clears throat> I. No, I don't want to do that for 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 wrestling. No, but it's so. a wonderful, nice diversion. Mm-hmm. Other thing, I mean, that's and you also understand how it can be someone else's passion. Yeah, and and so yeah, and so in a lot of ways, I'm like, oh, I don't want to gum up the works as far as like. I'm like I'm legitimately here as a fantasy camp. <laughs> it was fun. I'm not trying to become no. Don't although you'd it. be a great character. I mean, you yeah. check out, are you friends with Colt Cabana? Do you know? I him? know Colt. We um, I don't know him too particularly too well. I asked him to do his podcast years ago, and he told me no. And I held a grudge ever since. Oh, no, did you really? Don't, don't hold a grudge. We'll make that happen. We'll make it happen. He's a lovely well, guy. Well, now he changed his format. Well, he doesn't have guests mm. anymore. So he but, no, no, anywhere. he's a nice guy. I know Colt. I'm not. I'm only. Sl- I mean, I, I'm. I did hold a grudge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still holding the grudge. <laughs> He's a funny guy, and he actually. Well, that's my whole point was right. that he was like, I don't, I don't even have wrestlers on my show, but like, oh, but now you're all in my world. So yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Seems like maybe you just didn't want me on your podcast. Yeah, no, come on, man. Come on, cross man. it over with me. I can cross over like John Edwards. Yeah. Remember that show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do. I love it. Well, do you still, are you, are you, were you, you're a Trailblazers fan, yes or no? A little bit? No, a little bit. I'm mostly a Bulls, Bulls fan. Yeah, Bulls. yeah, 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 yeah. No, you want to talk to Carmel about I mean, we've spoken yeah. at length about him. But I mean, are the Bulls ever going to be good again? The Bulls, actually, we I just looked at the rookie. stats. He was looking good. I know. The Bulls have, like, I thought they were, like, the worst team, had the worst record in the uh, in in the uh, NBA in the East. In the East. However, I just looked at them, and... Not like they're playing well. Well, they're eighteen and thirty as we record. Yeah, this. no, they're actually doing a little bit too so well. Have, I want them to. You want them to go down because yeah, yeah, you want them yeah. to get like Marvin Bagley Jr. Yeah. The third. Like, yeah. it'd be great if That's they got that exactly kid. Exactly what I want to happen. How great would it be to get that kid? I would be amazed. So this is what so I love happy. about the NBA. Trey Trey Young from uh, Oklahoma. From Oklahoma. That kid, kid can just ball fun. out. And here's the thing. And this is we've talked about this on this show about the NBA. And I wonder if you feel this. I feel like even though as we sit here, we know that the Golden State Warriors are going to win. There's no one's going to beat them. They're going to run. Like. They're going to run through the play unless like three guys get injured. Mm-hmm. Unless Clay, Draymond, Steph, 
and Kevin Durant can't go, you are go- they're going to win. Even if one of those guys goes down, you yeah, still— Yeah, that's the crazy part is when one of them win. goes down and they just keep rolling like I nothing. watched. I watched the Celtics play the Clippers last night, just mm-hmm. watching on TV. Me too. And I'm like, Celtics are good. If they had Gordon Hayward, they'd be great. Mm-hmm. Celtics are great. They're great. They're the best team in the East. They cannot compete. No. And the Clippers were hanging with them. Yeah, I was like, you can't compete with the Golden State Warriors. You just can't. So I believe that Golden State is going to run through it. However, how fun is the NBA right now? Philadelphia is good. Yeah. Minnesota's good. The Lakers are fun. That's the... kind of home I think now. I just call Minnesota. I'm like, oh, your guys, they're just like the, you're the Bulls. The right. Bulls. They're fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I watched Wiggins the other night. Just Well, I feel like Thibodeau and Butler, you kind of – Pulled mm-hmm. some bull, yeah, got some bull action there. up yeah. there. Exactly. Yeah, they had Taj Gibson over Taj there. Taj Gibson yeah. is a great player, and I don't know. To me, I'm like, I am enjoying watching the NBA. We said on the show last week, couple of fights mid season. Mm-hmm. When do you ever see fights in the NBA in a regular season game? These guys don't give a shit about the regular. There's a season. lot of great personalities. I mean, Joel Embiid is like I mean, one of the best personalities He's fun. in all the sports right now. He's so funny. I love his percentages. I love just, ugh, I love him curving Rihanna after he's like, I'm an all-star now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> he's lying. We all know he's lying. Yeah, he's exactly. Lying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Not yes. true. But, I mean, he is, he's fun. He is yeah. legitimately fun. And I think, to me, I always, I feel like he's great on Philadelphia. I think whenever the run with Philadelphia ends, or if it does, I mean, if it does or doesn't, to me, how great it would it be if Philadelphia got LeBron? Like that, they got that piece with that team to me would be incredible. However, I see Joel Embiid. I watched him play against the Knicks and he was loving just amping up the garden crowd. Mm -hmm. He was giving it to him so hard. When he hit that three in the corner. I'm like, this guy should be on the Knicks. You know, not that I don't like, and I love that Philly team, but I feel like if this, this guy could be New York's guy. Yeah. Because Melo was too... Mellow, yeah. were and selfish in a, in a certain oh, way. Oh, don't get me started. I still sometimes I just have nightmares about like, man, if he had went to the Bulls right when oh, what well, we have done? Think so about with Derek with Derek Rose mm-hmm. and Mellow at that mm-hmm. in that moment. So you look at a guy and like Butler coming up. I know. Yeah. You look at good. a guy like Derek Rose though, and you say to yourself, you, you understand how hard it is to sustain a long career. That's mm-hmm. that's when you then look at LeBron or Dwayne Wade. And you say, those guys are amazing. Derrick Rose is incredibly weird uh, right? situation because like, you're like, you have a guy who pretty much looks like he shouldn't be playing basketball and doesn't necessarily look like he apparently wants to play basketball right now, but no. he kind of has to or he'll lose his shoe contract and he needs that money. That's right. Or you could go to China and be Stefan Marbury and have statues made of you. Yeah, I mean, fun. there's always that yeah. avenue of, of doing stuff. I, I guess, but I mean, when you think about Derrick Rose, that's an MVP. Stephen Marbury was never an MVP. Yeah, he's never been close. Not even close. Never been close, but he had some good years with the, he was okay. with the Suns. I, to me, I just think the league is like in the best shape out of any of the four sports. It definitely has the probably the best mind share and, and, and the most positive when people talk about it that are just casual fans. They're like, they're interested in it and, and there's no like this cloud of like, <laughs> they don't have to deal with it. Like, oh, everyone's there just always getting arrested. And, right. You know, they don't deal with that type and of thing. And also it is, it is the league when you think about it that, they can speak out about social issues and it, there's there's no weird backlash. Yeah. 
because I and Mike argue- about it. They were supposed to have the All Star Game in Charlotte. Last, they were like, two years nah. ago, they're like, fuck that. You guys have these bathroom laws, then you're going to be treat transgender people wrong. We're taking our all-star game away, meaning we're taking all that money, all the people who would have traveled to your city and seen your city and whatnot. You better handle your business or else we're taking it away. And they took it away. I, I, I was like, that is the power of sports actually handling things the right way. Yeah, it's actually cool to have a league where it seems like the people who – played in the league and the they have more of a say whereas like everyone feel, kind of feels like this NFL is more of like a, owners, a big divide yep it's the owners and Goodell and then everybody else yeah. and when those guys are making the decisions well I think the owners <coughs> are saying to themselves we have a league that's 70% African American and we have a fan base that is probably 80% white you know that comes to the games physically comes to the game. Not fans who watch it, but that pay tickets to pay for the tickets to come to the games. And that's the divide that the president chose to like jump into that. We're going to go on this side. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's not, it's not a good scenario where I'm like, you guys could be the leader. Like we've always said this about if, if Ray Lewis was like, I'm gay. Somebody like that. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like if Ray or, or if Tom Brady said, guys, this whole marriage Tom Brady, took a, Tom Brady just took a knee. Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady, Brady took, took two knees. <laughs> if Tom Brady said I'm gay, or if or he, if Tom Brady took a knee, then what? Then what do you do? You know what I mean? It's like it kind of matters who are the people who like. Remember when all the NBA players were wearing I can't breathe T-shirts mm-hmm. to the game? I'm like that is far deeper of a political statement. I feel like than than. Quietly kneeling. Yeah, I mean, and plus, we all, when the NFL chose to kneel, it was just because in a reaction to them getting attacked. It wasn't a reaction to the actual issue, which was police, police brutality. brutality. Uh, and so, like, it's just always money based with them, and that's what, what you can tell. Which sucks because it's such a beautiful game. It's so fun to watch. When I, I'm a big fan of just, I mean, that's why I like most sports in general. Is I'm just a fan of seeing things that I consider impossible for me to do. Right, yes. dunk a basketball. <laughs> yeah, and like, I'm like, I'll never be able to do that. That's amazing. Get yeah. a, a, if you've ever one hand catch. What? What? Oh, so, we, so we had a chance. We were doing something for the NFL, NFL.com, and we were in Cincinnati. And I'd never seen a an NFL game from the field. And we recorded some. We shot some stuff on the field before the game. It was Cincinnati, Seattle, and we had to leave by halftime because we had to fly home. Mm-hmm. But in the first quarter, we watched Ooh, okay. like like politicians. Yeah, yeah. Really well, we saw them. They knelt, and, we and like, I said, "We're out." We're out. We, <laughs> pen, we penced our asses out of there. No, we didn't. But we we stayed on the field in the corner of the end zone and watched the action. And we watched we watched the kickoff. We watched the kickoff, and then we watched Seattle score a touchdown, a little fade route to the back corner, and I forgot Baldwin. Who, it was either Baldwin or it was, it was Baldwin Lockett. I don't know who it was. Made this un- or curse made this unbelievable kind of contorting his body, caught it up, and this guy's like six four, two hundred and twenty pounds, but like lean enough that he can do things that are just beyond your comprehension. And these guys are so big. you're watching it play out. They're like you're wa- you, we watched the play. We watched Russell Wilson throw the ball. Way before the guy he, broke out of his route, 
and even noticed that the yeah. ball was there. So th- that even just the timing of that was insane. Yeah, I always to watch. like that when you when you watch him and they're like, oh, he threw the ball because he knew that's where he had. That's where he's gonna be. To be. Yeah. And the guy gets there. Mm-hmm. Like that's just professional. <laughs> And, you know, I mean, there are people who watch what we all do and watch people on stage, like, do an hour of stand-up and say, that's amazing. I could never stand up there and talk. Mm-hmm. As easy as it looks to just stand up there and talk, like, I could never do and open up all my thoughts and all of my ideas and whatnot in front of people and lay yourself bare like that. This was a moment where, just like you described, I was like, I can't believe I'll never be able to do what just happened. And it's fascinating to watch. Yeah, it's amazing. It makes you love it. And that's why we're looking forward to the new XFL. Then <laughs> <laughs> people going down. People getting headhunted. <laughs> Ugandan headhunted. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> let's take a tiny break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll do some quick hits. Yeah, we got some quick hits. Ron Funches is here. The new show you, that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Can you say it? Can you mention? No. Can, oh, <laughs> can't mention it? you can't mention it. I mean, I'm sure I could, but I prefer to wait until it's like a concrete thing. Okay. Are you excited to be working? I'm on very it? excited about it. Okay. I can't wait. I can't wait to do it once it's a real thing. Yeah. How about that? I just injected myself. In you're in there. All right. Here we go. This is. I was a fool. I was a fool to ask him to even. You were a fool it. to push him on. Something that he can't talk about. Right. Sunflower bean. When we come back, more with Ron Funches on Beautiful and Cheap Seats. Stay with us. Support for this podcast comes from WGU. Do you want a more skilled and effective workforce? Do you want to build loyalty and increase employee retention? A partnership with Western Governors University could be exactly what you need. Over 300 organizations nationwide already count on WGU for valuable education benefits that lead to better prepared and more capable workers. With more than 60 accredited bachelor's and master's programs to choose from and shorter credential programs coming soon, WGU has long been a leader in making quality higher education more accessible. Flexible online learning is the key. Students can fit schooling around their existing schedules and even complete courses and degrees sooner than planned. WGU makes earning a respected degree possible with just a computer and an internet connection. Partner with WGU today to make a smart investment in your company's and employees' future. Learn more at wgu.edu partnerships. That's wgu.edu partnerships. Introducing the new Verizon Business Unlimited plans. Now you can pick a plan for as low as $30 a month per line with AutoPay. Get 5G nationwide, plus massive data capacity, plus spam blocking features. And with Verizon Business Unlimited, you can mix and match the right plans for your business so you get more of what you need and none of what you don't. From Verizon, the network businesses rely on. 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities on most VZ 5G devices. Monthly per line pricing with 5 plus lines on Biz Unlimited Start. Device payment, smartphone purchase. Auto pay and paper free billing required. Terms apply. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Sklar Brothers here with uh, Ron Funches. He's a great follow on Twitter. He is at Ron Funches. At Ron Funches. Uh, Instagram. Great. We are at Instagram. Ron Funch. 
at Ron Funch. We follow him on both, and it's a joy. Uh, let's do some quick hits, shall we? We got things to talk about that happened this week. Uh, my good friend Mark Flanagan, I'm sure he's your friend as well, who uh, runs the Largo. It's his place. He sent me this story. Uh, yeah, you read the details, Jay. Because of what happened, I'm. Do you golf at all? Have you golfed? I've done some miniature. Miniature. All right. <laughs> so I've done some, some miniature. miniature. We uh, we golf some when we can, which is not often, and sometimes we play with Flanagan and Rand. Tell the story about the time. We we, we, we used to be, and I've just, when you get older and you have kids and you realize what a pleasure it is and what a treat it is to play golf. Uh, <laughs> or just be out and doing your own thing. <laughs> there is a, you hold it up a little bit higher than I did when I was younger, like 15 years ago. And we were playing golf with Flanagan 15 years ago, and I would, if I ever hit a bad shot, like, I would throw clubs. I broke clubs on trees before. I mean, just stupid. There's no way I was going to be in the PGA. What am I What am I angling for here? It's just a bad shot, and I screwed up and didn't do what I was supposed to do, and it wound up being a bad shot. By the way, professional golfers myth the ball. It's impossible to get every shot be a perfect shot. I don't know what I was thinking. So we were playing with a guy who was very quiet. Sometimes they pair you up with people. If you mm-hmm. know so I'm... Jay Flanagan and I got paired up with a guy. Super sweet, older guy, kind of quiet, and I go up to hit my... You you were somewhere. You went. No, like... I went up to go hit my shot, and Flanagan is talking to this guy, right? and he is talking about how he... He asked him, like, "What's what do you do? What's going on? And he's like, well, I haven't been out to play golf for a while. My wife just died, and, you know, I've been really stressed, and, and you know, it's just a joy for me to get out yeah, here and just have a peaceful, quiet okay. time out I on like the golf. <laughs> Randy swings. Uh, I swing, and I basically hit the ball, like, over the fence to the left. It's gone. Like, way the fuck gone. There's no way I'm getting it back. I put another ball down. I hit it in the exact same spot. Okay, now I'm, like, really getting mad. Meanwhile, the guy's like, I haven't left my house for a while. I just haven't I been really had the... Can't take a lot of Can't really be around a lot of excitement. A lot of people. <laughs> Randy Chuck Put the third ball down, and I hit it about 20 feet in front of me and on the back swing I slam my club down let it go and it flies right by this guy and it I hit it, him in his it, back it, on its way on his, it clipped him in it on, like, on his leg as it was the, going by the thing it was the like as he's talking about his dead wife Here's a story that, uh, <laughs> that, 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 that may top that one. All right. This woman is 55 from Yonkers. Her name is uh, Mary Tui. Uh, she's a gym teacher. She's a gym teacher. She's I not like just playing golf. I love what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's doing living the gimmick. She's suing <laughs> Daniel J. Shapiro, 33, over the alleged September 2017. I mean, and I'm, I'm just going to say it happened probably on September 11th. Mm-hmm. 2017 incident at Dunwoody Golf Course that left her with a broken nose. Okay. We've played Dunwoody, and we played with our friend Eric Berniker, and his, who grew up in Yonkers, and his father, who was a gym teacher. I wonder if these guys know each other. I probably do. Uh, they, the gentleman we're suing wasn't particularly pleased with his performance. This is what her attorney said. On the golf course, when you get aggra- aggrava- aggravated, you don't punch the table or kick the ball. Swing your club in frustration. He swung it, and then he let go. 
and it hit Mary Antui in the nose. Like, now that's... So I can sympathize with the guy. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> While I feel bad for her, I'm like, you I get it. Shapiro, but cops weren't called. Shapiro told the cops who were called to the scene by the club that Tui was standing 30 yards away when he accidentally let go of the club after swinging the ball using only one hand. <laughs> All right. You didn't, like, use only one. There's no way he's telling the truth, right? Mm -mm. He swung. He threw it. It hit her in the nose. Yeah. He's got to pay up. Yeah. You just made a mistake. You made a mistake. You eat your shit and you go. Uh, She did not press charges, but she is suing him. Is that weird? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to get that reconstructive surgery on her nose. Or is it a money grab? She's a gym teacher. She's looking like, maybe I can retire. I don't want to watch kids go up the rope anymore. <laughs> I, I, I don't need to do crab soccer for the next 10 years of my life. Like, this guy just threw a club, and I see my out. Yeah, it could be that. We so don't know who she is. She's off that club money. <laughs> get that club money. Get that money. club money. He's, and she said, I mean, I wonder if when he threw it and, and it hit her, he was like, take that. You wanted a club sandwich? You got it. Uh, uh can he take a mulligan on that and just say my I bad? would count that as a stroke, by the way. <laughs> uh, he would not. The guy would not uh, comment for the article in the New York Post. Which uh, Let me see if... What? I mean, that is a straight New York Post article. If Although they didn't it. do a punny thing. Yeah, like, they should have done, done a punny. They should have done a punny, like, you know... Up in the club, something like that. Swing, swing and a miss. Uh, all right. Here's the thing. Super Bowl, are you... Where, where do your leanings lie in the Super Bowl Eagles Patriots? Um, it's difficult. It's really like kind of one of the least enjoyable combinations for me. Unless Carson, what if Carson Wentz was playing? Then that would be fun because he's, he's fun. I like fun. him. Like he's fun. Boy. He's like slippery. He yeah. is slippery. Right? Oh. And he's for a, for a guy who's 6'6 six, six or whatever, 6'5, mm-hmm. he's he always slippery. disappears and then he's still got the ball and he's that's there. That's right. How do you love do? it? And, uh, but but like, that's the thing that actually got him injured. Yeah. slipperiness. That's true. If but he was you more, gotta, you yeah. gotta go for it. That's what you learn. He'll learn to be more of a pocket pass. Right. Did you but did you buy into uh the criticism of the Patriots, uh, and I know we'll probably get a call from Bill Burr just simply by bringing this up, that the refs, that they only had one call against them in that whole championship game, that there wasn't I'm gonna holding call. I'm going to play Bill Burr here. That there wasn't holding called on the last running fine. play. Whatever. I'm going to play Bill Burr. The refs were celebrating with the Patriots. They had a couple screen grabs Look, of, by of the them way, doing that. Jacksonville collapsed. Yeah. They yeah. Collapsed. No, yeah, I think, yeah, the Patriots are known for getting... Preferential treatment, and that's just true. That's not a. But so did you, Michael Jordan. Yeah, Jordan exactly. got a lot of calls. People so say he earned LeBron it. So James. So a lot of uh, you get those superstar calls. You know what it is, and I and I actually credit the Patriots for this because there is this concept of the Patriot way, doing things the right way, guys who aren't dirty players, not playing in a dirty way, that like the refs go in with a bit of a preconceived notion that these guys dot the I's, cross the T's, they're well coached, these guys are smart, They, play, you know what I mean? There is yeah. this sort of, you just go in with that preconceived notion so that if you're not looking for it, you could call holding on any play. I feel like you could call offensive line holding on almost any play. Yeah. But if you're in your brain, you're like, now they're doing it right as a ref or they do most things right, that's going to color the way you look at it. Well, I just felt like overall with the game, like Jacksonville outplayed them, but that um, the Patriots were just superiorly coached. You know, they just, when you, as soon as, the, before the half ended and they 53 didn't go, seconds yeah, and, you and they didn't go for any Three other Three timeouts? And, and you look at, you 
you put it together with the context of that when on the first series that the Patriots had and they had their fourth down, they went for it because they were like, I don't care because no matter, you had two stories going on. You had the Patriots going, I don't care what the score is. I don't care how much time there is. I don't care anything about the situation. We know we're better than you. We, That's it. If we have to get this yard to make fourth down, we will make it. Yeah, we don't care what it, what it, what it is. And, and then you had Jacksonville going, Oh fuck! I hope we can get out of here. Yeah, well, you—that's a great that's point because it's all about confidence. What does that say to Blake Bortles and your offense? You're as a coach, Marone, when he's like, "We're gonna yeah. kneel." Because if we it. don't kneel, what if you throw an interception? And yeah, what, what if you screw that? Yeah, up? you have what? You think they had two two timeouts? <coughs> three, if not three. I think it was three. three timeouts and left in 53 seconds. At least come down to kick a, a field goal. goal. Yeah. I mean, you got to be going for broke, even if you're on the road. I understand that you're on the road, and that's the thing. But like, even if you're on the road, you got to be going for it. Yeah. Or, or you at least see, take the time out, see if you get a first down, like see what you do, and then you can decide. If you get two negative plays, then you take a knee and you call it a half. Yeah. But if you get a first down, then you get up, You're you spike business. it, and then you try and get another first down. And you just see what you can do. You yeah. Do. You just show them that you're not scared of them. That's it. Which they didn't do, so they collapsed. But if you now say, so you don't really care who's going to win, you probably think. I'll go with the Patriots just because my assistant, Tiny Randy, loves the Patriots. Tiny Randy loves the Patriots, but I'm going to tell you, Alexa, if you ask Alexa, it's rooting for the Eagles. Okay. This is it. But also, like, the Alexa. Eagles have like the worst fans. Like, they're horrible people. They're horrible people, although they did. They're horrible. Although a group of fans from the Eagles I just read yesterday are donating money towards Mike Zimmer, the coach of the uh, Vikings, donating money to his charity. And they've raised like $7,000 so far. That's pretty cool. It's I like pretty that. cool. They were like, look, we got some bad eggs mm-hmm. as Eagles fans. We got some rotten people. So in they our- just like collected all the bottles and cans that they <laughs> threw at <laughs> They threw it at Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> we right. get 10 cents for each of these. So when you ask Amazon Alexa who it thinks will win the Super Bowl, it responds, I'm flying with the Eagles with this one because of their relentless offense and momentum they've been riding off their underdog status. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. What? That How can Alexa is do true that? whether you ask it in Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Washington, D.C., or Salem, Virginia. Now, it doesn't say whether if you ask it up in, up in New England. So great. So they th- so Alexa's an Eagles fan. That's the question. Is Alexa going to start getting drunk now? Is Alexa going to puke on 12-year-olds sitting in front of them? I know that was a Phillies game, but still. batteries. At J.D. Drew. I don't know. I mean, look, that, <laughs> that's baseball. But still, like, it is interesting. I love that Amazon's dipping a toe in the water in this. Well, there's talk that. <laughs> you know what I mean? In picking games. We're going to enter the fray. We're Amazon. Let's see Netflix drop a little toe in the water here. Well, what's, what is kind of funny about it is is you think about New England and you think about the success they've had in all sports in the last 15 years. They've had the most unbelievable total sport run. The Bruins won. The Red Sox won three times. Three times, but we're in the World Series, I think, four four times in the last 15 years. Patriots have won a handful. I mean, it's an unbelievable, since 2002 till now, unreal run for a sports town. It is the title town, as it were. And someone is saying, by the way, that that, uh, that Amazon may put its uh, headquarters in Philly. So maybe oh, okay. maybe that's part of it. But Is that a tipping of the hand, so to speak? I don't know how Amazon can be that confident. Yeah, Nick Foles. I just Foles don't have- even trust Alexa. I don't. I don't. I have a few. I never set them up. I don't. Uh-huh. I don't. I, don't wanna, I thought. Uh, I thought Alexa was created for parents, uh, just so that they could tell someone to do something and have it get done. 
is for poor people who don't have real assistance. That's yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> poor if people they're... who can't afford a butler. You know what I mean? <laughs> Alexa, do this. Uh, all right. So there's a low. <laughs> Finally, there's a low hand in the news uh, and getting into a public getting into a public altercation. No, it's not Lindsay Lohan. No, it's not her father who created Lindsay Lohan and the and the issues that she sure, has. Sure. Uh, what's his name? Michael Lohan. Yeah, Michael Lohan. Michael uh, Lohan. My, how crazy is it? Michael Lohan was like on shows for a while. You know what I mean? Like yeah. on, like he was a celebrity. I also like that his name sounds like a Hawaiian greeting. Michael Lohan. Michael Lohan. Yeah. <laughs> and a Michael. Welcome to Maui. A Michael Lohan to you. <laughs> that is a really graceful way to say hello. <laughs> um, that's how we say you're drunk in Hawaii. A Michael Lohan. <laughs> so, so this Lohan is. Is the cousin of Lindsay Lohan. He played hockey for Michigan. Then he was a grad transfer. Now he's at BU, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got Kevin Lohan. He was a victim of an unprovoked assault. Okay. Um, which we've said this it's not before. fun. Mm-hmm. We've said this before. You know, look, I like wrestling. I like watching wrestling. I even like watching boxing. I even like a little bit of MMA. My thing is, when I see people who shouldn't be, who aren't signed up to fight, getting hit or getting punched or getting brutalized or beat up, then that's when I get angry, which is why Randy and I want to create an app called Fight Tinder. Okay. And this you is a chance for you to find out. you're angry. And someone else is in your area mm-hmm. and they want to fight too. That's This guy who you just fight. lost his job. He's at a bar. He's had, He just I got cut I feel like they did have an app like this. Fight Tinder? Yeah, I don't remember. If it wasn't called Fight Tinder, but it was about an app if you people wanted to fight and then they could videotape it. But I feel like it was illegal. How, where's, World, it tells World you Star? where's the nearest boat yard. <laughs> yeah. it, it notifies 12 people who want to put it on Worldstar. Uh, it's all right there. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's what so we're he, So what happened? He was guy? standing at a restaurant, which they which was identified as Domino's. Oh, he was asking for it. At Domino's. Which, standing at Domino's? Who is going into Domino's to get their food? Not, Do you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you get delivery. 2.30 a.m. on Friday. 2.30 a.m. you're going into Domino's. You're going to get punched. I didn't think to, that Domino's were open that late. But if you're standing in a Domino's at 2.30 a.m., expect to get as much as you expect to get a pizza, expect to get punched. Yeah, yeah, definitely by that guy behind the counter. <laughs> he's not happy that he's there no. at 2.30 a.m. This dude's 6'5", 217. Okay. He's a defenseman, and, he's, and, and he, he got punched? Punched. His girlfriend has got told police they were in line with a group of six to eight people. The people began pushing one knock Lohan to the ground with a punch to the face. Okay, you're a hockey player. You're... The last sport where they actually allow, when you think about all sports, hockey allows real fighting. Mm-hmm. They just stand back until the guys get tired. I love, like, the refs are just like, should we go? Like, the decision for the ref to go if in. If one guy throws a swing in, in NBA, he's got out, he's got a fine, and he's got, like, two weeks on or a week and a half. If you throw like, a punch in the NFL, you're right. If you throw a punch in yeah, baseball, you're Yeah, if you throw a punch in the NFL, you're stupid. Because like, you're going to hit a helmet. helmet. Right. Yeah. Or even worse, if you try to pull a guy down, it's a penalty. If you hit someone with your head, targeting, you're out for this game. But if in hockey, they gloves go off and then They're the like, crowd goes crazy and then you just watch two guys circle and punch each other. Yeah, it's crazy. That's so that guy, crazy. wait, how did that guy get knocked jacked? on his ass? You know what I'm saying? You should be ready for that. You got to understand, when, you know, when they run out of chocolate lava cakes, things <laughs> get crazy. <laughs> Shit them. gets crazy. <laughs> it gets do crazy. Do they do a chocolate lava cake? Yeah, too? they do. At Domino's? Dude, how? 
uh, you know, and you're I, eating better now these days. Yeah, I don't need the chocolate. I'm just aware. I'm familiar. You're familiar. Did you ever go on like no gluten, no dairy, no uh, no gluten, no dairy, no sugar for a long time? You did that. No, I mean it's mostly just like. I get like one meal a week where I can eat whatever I just want. Just go nuts. And then the rest of it is just like. Just you being mad. Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> just you being like, are me you joking? Like, yeah. Me being like 7.30 at night, being like, well, that's it, I guess. And the end I of this. should go to bed so I can <laughs> get up and eat breakfast because <laughs> I'm hungry <laughs> already. Shit. Isn't that crazy? With it. I just did it. Isn't that nuts? 10 day thing where it was like. Get no, try not gluten, try no bread, try no. I mean, dairy. we're we're a good 10, 15 years older than you. Okay, yay. <laughs> I think we are. How old are you? Can you 34? say? 34? Yeah, why, why couldn't I say? I don't know. Well, it's like his show. He just doesn't want to. I don't know what you want to talk <laughs> he about. He wants to make sure that the, his age is a concrete yeah, thing. A concrete situation. <laughs> we are 46. We are 46 years old. Okay. When you get that old, man, it's like you got to actually give a shit all the time. Yeah. Or else you explode. Well, that's why I learned that 34, and if you were like 360 pounds, you're like, oh, no. I might not get to 45. That's right. So. It's not a concrete situation at that no. point. We want to make it a concrete yeah. situation. So we want to make it. Good God. man. I'm very happy for you. Uh, can't wait for your show. Thanks for telling us all about it. Yeah, thanks for giving <laughs> us all the details. Uh, we'll I look just, out for it when we'll it comes out. out. Hey, how about it. this? When it comes on the air, you'll come back on our show and we'll promote it. Sounds like a plan. That's what we're going to do. Ron Funches. Putting the fun back in the, the fun whole. In he puts the fun in the whole thing. Uh, special guest after this when we come back. I love this song. This is called Blue. Suitcase parenthetical disco wrist. You just made that up. Nope. Disco wrist. I've heard it. The Orioles. Uh, not the Orioles. The, the Orioles, I believe. Uh, this is View from the Cheap Seat Stable. All right, welcome back to the show. Ron Funches, phenomenal. Amazing. I could talk to him forever. Uh, I phenomenal. Love, I love his energy just as a guy. Uh, before we get out of here, we got a voicemail. Uh, we want you guys to hear it. Just check it out, and uh, we'll be back to wrap the show up. Hey, Scarborough, this is Ozzy Gian. I'm calling you about this Cooperstown. I found out about the Hall of Fame. Then uh, they're going to get in Jim Tomey, and they're going to get in the Chipper Jones, and they're going to get in the uh, Vladimir Guerrero. That's a great one. I like all these guys. They're a good player. Don't get me wrong. But also, why not is Ozzy going to be in the Hall of Fame in the Cooperstown? Why am I not in the Cooperstown? I'm the first guy that do steroid as a manager. That's I'm a pioneer. I like the... Imagine that I'm an innovator. That's I'm the guy. I'm not in a bad mood. I'm not sad about it, but I should be in Cooperstown. And I want a ring. And I can't get a job? Come on. Chip and Joan? Chip and Joan? You talking about Gene Tony? Come on, man. You, you talking to me? Come on. Vladimir Guerrero? Come on, man. He's, all, he's swinging from a shooter. <laughs> he's swinging from a shooter. I don't know about this one, but now that I'm talking about it, I'm a little sad about that. Why the big? Because Ozzy Gion should be in the Hall of Fame in the Coopertown. I should be in the Coppertown, and they know that they can't do that to me. All right. That's a show. <laughs> there you go. I mean, listen, look, look, we, we, all we can say, we, we don't purport to support the views, but 
Uh, we just put it out there for you guys. Uh, thank you for listening to us. Tell some friends about this show. Yeah, man. Listen to this. We had, again, if you haven't heard the Costas episode, Bob Costas was last week. Fantastic. We got good people coming up. I believe we got Ben Schwartz coming up on the show. Ozzy Smith. We sat down with Ozzy Smith and did an amazing interview. All that stuff coming up. Thank you for supporting this show again. Tell friends if you're a sports fan. Let them know. This is a, a great weekly munchable uh, sports podcast and uh, we really appreciate this. Bo Diddley do the robot. That's how we do it. We're the Scar Brothers. Go punch waterfalls. Do the robot.